Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny, and today is the 27th of May, 2018. And normally on Sundays, I have a guest on the podcast, but today you just get me, which is awesome because I just got back from Disney yesterday. So I drove, I was home, away from home for about eight, nine days and I spent a couple days on either end at my parents' house, and so I made it back to my parents' house uh, two days ago, and then back home to Houghton, Louisiana. It's kind of by Shreveport, Northwest Louisiana, last night, and I'm ready to share with y'all some of the hacks that I use to stay on track with my nutrition and fitness and diet while I was, you know, quote unquote, on vacation. It was definitely a work trip for me, And don't get me wrong, it was a ton of fun. I did a lot of different rides, tasted a lot of good food, but it was actually a lot more research than I had expected it to be, which maybe I should not have, shouldn't have not, I don't know. I should have assumed that that was gonna be the case because I'm all in on this ebook and making sure I get this information out to you and I'm so excited. So today I'm just gonna share with you five hacks that I use to make sure that I stayed on track with my my diet, my nutrition, tracking my macros, and making sure I got workouts in while I was at Disney for the week. So I'm not gonna waste any time other than letting you know that this ebook, I'm so pumped about it. It'll be coming out in June of this year, so perfect time. Well, it really, it doesn't matter. Any time of the year is a perfect time of the year to go to Disney, but right in the heart of summer is when it will be released. So now that I've got this huge research piece done and most of it's written, kind of just going through an editing phase of, I'm going to spend all of June really going through everything I collected and mixing and matching pieces of information to make sure that it makes sense for you when you're reading it and that you can take it and have some actionable steps to apply to your vacation. I think very similarly to when you go to an authorized Disney vacation planner, they give you an Excel spreadsheet. They kind of explain like, this is how we need to structure your day so that we can make sure you get the most out of it, but not necessarily do everything all in one trip and not be overwhelmed and anxious. So it's really gonna be something that will help you plan out your trip to make sure that you can still indulge in some fun things, but not go overboard and not come back. Sorry about that, the dogs are just uh, 
they're, they get a little bit excited when somebody comes home. So speaking of home, I don't want you to get home from your vacation and then feel like, you know, you blew your diet, you blew your nutrition, all this hard work that you've put in for months is now at a waste and you're totally off track. So this is gonna help you to not come home and feel that way and to come home and feel like super energized and that you really truly had an amazing time because you didn't have to sacrifice anything. Without further ado, let's dive into these five hacks that I utilized while I was at Disney this past week to make sure that I stuck to my schedule. So the first one I wanna talk about is hydration. This could be several different things for you, but mostly water. And how I wanna explain how I stayed on top of my water intake. Generally, I walk around with a gallon jug and fill that gallon or pour that gallon jug into a, a venti or a trenti size Starbucks cup throughout the day. That way I can carry around the Starbucks cup and not necessarily the gallon jug. And the first day I was at the parks, I did bring my cup everywhere, but it's a big, tall, hard plastic cup. It doesn't really fit in my bag. It's a little awkward. So even though I kept refilling that all day, that was a pain. So I do recommend that if you bring a water bottle, you bring a small one that will easily fit in your backpack or one of those collapsible, like flexible plastic water bottles. That would be super convenient. So next time I think I'll bring one of those. But the hack here is that every single quick service station, so not the kiosks, but actual like ground store restaurants. So your Starbucks, your Joffrey's, which is the other coffee kind of sponsor at the park. So Joffrey's Coffee, any every single like kind of pop-up food service station that is more than just your kiosk that is going to sell the frozen bananas and the Mickey-shaped ice creams and things like that. They have a little bit of like fast food style stuff. Go up to them and say, may I please have a cup of water with or without ice? And you have to be really polite and you have to use that exact verbiage because I tried this just to see what they would say. I went up with my cup and said, hey, will you please fill up my cup for me with water? And they politely pointed me to the nearest uh, water station or they said they had bottles of water that we could purchase. Um, water station, water fountain. There's water fountains everywhere. I get a little weirded out if I don't see that it's one of those purification water systems and it just kind of looks like it's been sitting out in the sun all day. The, I don't know. I just feel like they're kind of dirty. They're kind of gross. Maybe they're not cleaned all the time. I really don't know. Maybe they're totally fine, but I like to have fresh cold water. My favorite place to stop and get water while I was at Disney was Starbucks. Starbucks by far, I feel like, had the best water. They always have water stations, like legitimate water stations set up inside Starbucks. So while you're waiting for your coffee, you can fill up a little cup of water. And they do ask that you don't refill your own cups with the water fountain, like the little water stations that they have there. They have little red Coca-Cola sponsored cups. They're probably like 12 ounce cups and you can fill those up. You can grab several, nobody's really monitoring it. But that every time I needed some water, I would go to a quick service that didn't have a line or I would walk myself back to Starbucks and get a free cup of water. I probably did this 10 to 15 times a day 
because every half hour that you're outside in the heat and walking around, you're gonna start getting dehydrated if you're not just carrying around a water bottle with you or if you're drinking coffee or if you're drinking alcohol, you're going to get dehydrated. So take advantage of the free water that is literally everywhere. Okay, that's tip number one, hack number one, hydration, you can do it, it's free. Okay, number two, hack number two, is stick to your normal schedule. And there's two parts to this. My normal schedule while I'm at home generally consists of waking up around between five and 6 a.m. and getting to the gym early to either train a client or to do a workout for myself. So while I was on vacation, I wanted to make sure that I got up early every single day and went to the gym. We stayed in, it was the Windsor Hills, apartment complex but it was it was like a single family apartment style homes and it was a beautiful little resort and it had a really nice workout facility with a pool and things like that so i would get up every morning and walk the five minute walk to the workout facility get my workout done in the gym and then get back and be able to get showered and get ready for the day at the same time that everybody else was getting up and getting ready now I did not, well, our group did not go to the parks at opening time. So I I woke up around 5.36ish every morning, was at the gym between 6.30 and 7.30 or 6.30 and 8, depending on the day. And then we would come back and get ready and leave between like 9.30 and 10. So we've, our, our family's just been to Disney enough times. We don't necessarily need to get there as the park opens, but you might need to adjust your schedule for getting there when you need to get there. Now, the second piece to sticking to your schedule is getting home earlier, getting back to your hotel or your resort or your Airbnb, your VRBO, wherever you are, getting home early and getting to bed. So when my mom put together the itinerary for the week, just the tentative plan of like, these are all the things we can, we're probably gonna do, these are our reservations. If I noticed that they had a dinner plan after about 5 p.m., I let them know, hey, I see that you're gonna go do these fireworks. I see that you have these dinner plans. Please don't include me. I've got to get back to the hotel so that I can get some sleep so that I am well rested enough to get up early and go to the gym and really stick to my normal schedule. So I would just take an Uber back from the park to our hotel. No big deal. It didn't ruin anybody's plans. It actually, I think it was a positive effect on everybody else around me because a couple of nights they did end up doing an earlier dinner and coming back to the hotel earlier to get a better night's sleep so that they could then feel recharged for the entire next day. So I think that was really important for me and I totally get it when it's your first time or your second time or it's been a long time since you've been to Disney and you just wanna jam pack your day with everything possible. You wanna get there when it opens and stay till it closes and find the parks that do the early magic hours and the late magic hours. And, and I get it, I've done it. <laughs> and it is so entirely exhausting. It just drains you. And there's nothing exciting about having a really fun first day and then being totally drained and exhausted the rest of your trip because you're trying to make it all happen. Because I think it's that FOMO, that fear of missing out. You're afraid that if you don't do it all this trip that you're not gonna get to do it again. But you will. It's okay, you don't have to do it all at once. It's not worth making it to every single ride 
and trying to eat at every single restaurant if you feel full and bloated and exhausted and tired and just drained and you're no fun for anybody else in your group to be around either. So sticking to your schedule, hack number two, I found that extremely helpful and I, I wouldn't do it any other way. I would still do that if I went back again. And I would plan that out and let people know ahead of time that that, that is your intention. So set your intentions with your group. So that's kind of a sub bullet there. Moving on to number three, and we touched on this a little bit already, but it's don't try to do it all. It is simply not possible. I did spend the bulk of my time between Epcot and Magic Kingdom, and that was not my original intent, but this first ebook that I do, it just, there's so much information within Disney parks and resorts and everything. There was no way I felt like I would give out enough information that I wanted to in one book that covered all the parks. So I'm sticking just to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. But our first day, we went to Animal Kingdom or Epcot, shoot, I can't even remember. We went to Epcot and we went to Animal Kingdom one day, we went to Magic Kingdom one day, and then the rest of my family went to Hollywood Studios for a day, and then we kind of had a free day to do whatever we wanted. So on the Hollywood Studios day and the free day, I went back to Epcot because I felt like when it comes to food, all the foodies are going to Epcot. <laughs> so that's where I wanted to be. I felt like that's where I was going to get the most content for food information, nutrition facts, allergy information, macronutrient information, if there was any, weighing out the food, things like that. So I, the first day there, I really recognized if I wanted to make the most out of my trip, I needed to let a lot of things go. So I didn't do a ton of rides. Now, obviously, if you're, if you're going for the rides, then you wanna make some of these rides a priority, but I felt really overwhelmed the first two days when I was trying to kind of be a team player and stick around with my family and friends and trying to like be a part of the group when half of me wasn't present because I was in my mind thinking about, okay, what restaurant do I need to get to? What do I need to order? What are the modifications I can ask for? Can I get in touch with the chef? And I just wasn't fully present. So instead of trying to be 50-50, I ended up taking a day or two days to really just tool around Epcot by myself and focus on what I needed to focus on. So in your group perspective, you may want to set, you know, you set up your fast passes. You have those three rides that you really want to make sure you do. And then those couple of restaurants in between that you really want to make sure you hit or that night show that you really want to make sure that you have a good seat for. Pick your couple of big things and those big priorities that you know you don't want to miss and just be okay with not doing everything because it's going to be stressful you're not going to be fun you're not going to enjoy the experience and the whole point of going to disney is to enjoy this magical experience so make it magical by giving yourself that out and not feeling the pressure of having to do everything okay tip number four or hack number four really this was bring your own snacks and food I'm not saying (laughs) roll up with a cooler. I don't think they would let that happen unless you medically have a reason to bring in all of your own food. But I brought in a backpack each day and brought like one full meal and a couple of snacks. Really, I brought a lot of egg whites. (laughs) And if you follow me on Instagram at Danny Phillips 
or Snapchat, mostly Instagram. I did show a lot of what I ate and I did vlog it as well. So if you wanna see kind of the behind the scenes of everything I did on this trip, then make sure you go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Fitness Empowerment by Danny. And every Friday in June, a video is gonna be posted on a different park and a different day and how I you know, tracked meals and what I ate and things like that. But I brought a couple of little snack bars and things from this meal prep company that kind of sponsors me here called Caspiana Catering. And if you're local to the Northwest, you know, Shreveport, Bossier City area, then I highly, highly, highly recommend that you check them out. And I'll put their information in the description box or show notes below. But I do have a discount code. It's Danny15, D-A-N-Y-E-1-5. And they are super healthy, um, organic, very natural whole foods and it's just so delicious and her hashtag is hashtag each eat pretty so everything she makes is absolutely beautiful and so i was really excited to be able to bring some of those snack bars and you know energy bars with me so that when i did get hungry i wasn't racing to the ice cream mickey bars or the turkey legs or anything like that so i just kind of brought you know a couple of protein snacks and a couple, you know, little like six egg whites. Or, say, or I brought a pack of six hard-boiled eggs each day I went to the park so that when I knew I wasn't going to get enough protein from a meal, I would just slice those up, take out the egg yolks, which are a healthy form of fat, but you don't need that much in my personal opinion. So I just took out the egg yolks and ate the egg whites and it was just fabulous. And then of course there, <laughs> this brings me to, well, it's not really another, another hack yet, but Starbucks is, for me, Starbucks is part of like my daily routine. And actually this is, <laughs> this is hack number five, is part of keeping to your daily routine. Coffee, like what, what is your morning routine and how do you stick to it? So for me, Starbucks. I have coffee every single morning and I very frequently eat food from Starbucks. So their reduced fat turkey bacon egg white sandwiches are fantastic. Their, what is it, their spinach feta and egg white sandwiches, their egg white bites. Those are three things that I really enjoy. Shelby and Django, go lay down. They also have a really great oatmeal and I just found that that was a staple for me. I didn't have to do a lot of effort. I knew there was gonna be a Starbucks in every park I went to. And so for me, that helps keep me to my routine. So for you, maybe it's not Starbucks, but maybe you don't eat until noon every day. Maybe you're following an intermittent fasting type of approach to your nutrition. So in line with that, your hack needs to be stick to your structure of meals. So if you don't usually eat until noon, then when you're at Disney, don't eat until noon. <laughs> and that will help your digestion and your nutrition and everything else you're doing stay on track. So I know that kind of went back into stick to your schedule, but I admit, so we kind of had stick to your schedule as far as like wake up time, sleep time. Now this is stick to your schedule, like your food schedule. And that for me also applied to, I like to eat first thing in the morning. So my first meal would be a little bit of a pre-workout meal before I went to the gym at six o'clock in the morning. And then I really worked hard this season. And when I say season, I mean like my bodybuilding prep season to not be eating all day long. 
in the previous years I've eaten at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. And for some reason this year, I have found that digestive wise, that's not working out for me very well. So I've been trying to eat between 6 a.m. and 5 or 6 p.m. to give myself more time to digest and just give my, my system time to stop digesting and like stop working all the time. So that really helped me. And again, I set those intentions. I let everybody in my party know that, hey, it's totally fine. If you're gonna go out and do these things, please don't include me. I've really got to stick to my schedule so that I can stay on track. And closing this up, I'm super happy to say that I did stay on track. It was not easy. It, it was simple, but it wasn't easy. You know, I had to do some extra prep, some extra planning ahead to make sure that I had a lot of these things in place. And bless my mother, she always chooses a hotel for me that she knows has a fitness center so that I can get a workout in. And everybody else in my party was able to use it too, so that was pretty cool. But I, my lowest weigh-in, so this is kind of a little side note on my bodybuilding um, plan this year. My lowest weigh-in before I had left was 118.7. And I actually dealt with some fluctuations in weight while I was there, which actually really stressed me out because in my mind, I'm thinking I'm this fitness and nutrition expert and I told everybody that I'm gonna teach them how to maintain their weight and be on track with their fitness and health while they're at Disney and I can't do it. Granted, you know, it was like a three, two to three pound weight fluctuation, so not a big deal. And so what I had to do while I was there was assess what I was doing differently. And by sitting down and objectively thinking about, you know, what are my supplements that I'm taking every morning? What are the foods that I'm eating here that are different from when I'm at home? And by going through that, I recognized that I had run out of a couple supplements right before I left and forgot to pick them up. So then the next morning I went to Walmart before my, well, before the day started and picked up, I think it was, well, I started taking my mom's turmeric because I had been taking a supplement from, well, not a supplement, a little like detox tonic from Caspiana Catering that had turmeric and pineapple and ginger in it. And I recognized that I wasn't doing that every day. So I borrowed my mom's turmeric and I got a stress relieving probiotic. I've been taking ashwagandha, which I didn't run out of. I had been taking that still, but I added the probiotic back in and there's one more thing. I was taking melatonin. There's one other thing. Oh, my fish oil. I had run out of fish oil like two days before I left it. I don't like seafood. I just don't favor it. I never have. I don't eat fish. And so for me, it really does help and benefit me to have that fish oil supplement in my um, nutrition regimen. So I made those adjustments. I recognize that I also usually get a lot of uh, grilled chicken breast from Whole Foods and I didn't have that fresh grilled chicken breast either. So again, I made the adjustments. I felt like I was doing the best I could. And as soon as I added those supplements back in, it took about two days and my weight started coming back down. So remember I was at 118.7 before I left. I creeped, I crept, I creeped. Whew, I crept up to I think 122 and then it started coming back down. And then the day after I got home to my parents' house, so two days ago, I woke up and had my lowest weigh-in of 118 flat. So happy to report and quite relieved that I was able to stick to my structure 
and stick to my program as best as possible, tracked everything that I could, made the best decisions that I could, still enjoyed things. I still had like one major meal out per day at a fun restaurant. And even though I weighed things out, I was still able to taste a little bit of everything. So even though maybe these meals were a little bit higher sodium, maybe some processed food that I'm not used to having, I was able to indulge a little bit, have some fun. You know, I, I didn't feel like there was anything that I wasn't able to have except except the Mickey ice cream, you know, maybe next time. But that was something I, I read the label on that and saw there was 20 grams of fat in one serving and went, you know what? That is just not going to work for me today. It's Even though I could have fit that into my macros, it would not have held me over for it would not have been a, just enough of a substantial snack. I would have been hungry 30 minutes later and would have felt like that snack was a waste. So those are my five hacks for you today. Hydration, sticking to your schedule. Don't try to do it all in one day. Bring your own snacks and then stick to your nutrition regimen schedule as well. Whew. Okay, I certainly hope that you all enjoyed that. Those are definitely not the only hacks out there for Disney. So if you have other Disney healthy hacks and tips, please let me know what those are. I would love to hear your thoughts. I'm pretty active on Instagram. I post daily. There will be a post on my Instagram page associated to this podcast. So please comment below on that link and or on that photo and let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. Other than that, have a wonderful evening. Enjoy your Memorial Day if you have the day off, and I will talk to you all on Wednesday. Bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. If you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey, then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most. And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes, give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.